We are now in the final countdown to the holy yont of Ashur's, the exciting day of Kabbalah Satira. The Sefer Chinech in the Mitzvah Sphere Soimer explains that the whole point of taking the Eden out of Mitzrayim was in order that they should accept the Torah at Har Sinai. Therefore, we count from Pesach until Shavuos 49 days to show our anticipation that we are waiting for that day when we will finally be able to accept the Torah. And the question is, when waiting for something that will come sometime in the future, we, sh- we would usually make a countdown. Ten days left, nine days left. So why is it that when it comes to Sphere Sa'imer, do we count up, starting at one? Shouldn't we start at 49 and count down? I remember when my daughter was a Kala, her husband sent her a countdown clock to the day of the wedding. 65 days, 22 hours, 47 seconds, 46 seconds, and so on. So why do we count up to Shavuos? So Shimshon Pinkazatzel explains with an analogy. He says, if a person is promised that if he does a certain task for every day for a hundred days, he'll receive a million dollars. So every day he will be hoping for that day to be over and the next day should arrive. This will be his feeling every day until he reaches day 100. On the other hand, if he is promised that he will receive $10,000 a day for 100 days, he will anticipate each and every day because he knows that every day that he utilizes and he fulfills his mission, he's reaching his goal of a million dollars. And the same concept can apply to Sphere Soimer. It is not that we are just waiting for day 50 to come to receive the Torah, but rather each and every day is to be utilized to grow and to prepare ourselves to be worthy to be Makabal the Torah. And this explains why by Sphere Soimer we count up. Because each and every day matters. And every day in the Sphere has its own unique Mida that we need to try to attain and is individually valuable in our ascension to be Makabal the Torah. There's an apocryphal story said about a poor person that lived directly across from a very powerful, wealthy, influential person. This poor person would look out of his window and he would observe as everyday powerful important people from across the globe, dignitaries and politicians, were coming in and out of this rich man's house. People coming with their limos and their chauffeurs to meet this man. And this poor person always looked at his neighbor longingly, wondering what it would be like to live this type of life. Just for one day, I'd love to experience a day in the life of this wealthy man. One day they bump into each other and the rich man asks him, I see that you are constantly staring at me. Why are you always looking towards my house? And he tells him, I've been observing all important people coming in and out of your mansion and I wonder what it would be like for just one day to taste your way of life. And the rich man tells him, you know what, I'll grant you your wish. In three months from now, I need to fly to Mexico for the day for a few important meetings. Come by my house and you can impersonate me. And for one day, you'll get the feeling what it means to live the life of a powerful millionaire. He was so excited, he will have this amazing opportunity to live the life. So on the point today, he shows up and the rich man is about to board his helicopter and he tells him, I'm glad you remembered to come. You ready for your big day? And he says, sure. Then he sees the man is disheveled and unkempt. He has torn clothes and he's wearing slippers and he hasn't shaved in a month. So he tells him, run upstairs and take a suit out of my closet. Your first appointment is in 10 minutes. A few minutes later, a group of investors from Korea come into the office and they start discussing investment opportunities, interest rates, exchange rates, tax credits, and he's lost. He has no idea what they're talking about. And they start laughing at him and they leave. A few minutes later, the secretary tells him, your limo is waiting to take you to an important lunch meeting with a group of powerful politicians. 
and he arrives at the restaurant and he doesn't even know how to hold up a menu and how to order. And again, they start discussing super packs and special interest and he has no idea what's going on. And they look at each other. This is the person that will advise our campaign. And this goes on all day. Towards evening, they tell him that he's being honored by some organization and they whisk him off to the Waldorf in Manhattan and they sit him all the way up front on the dais. Then the MC calls out, and now for the keynote address, we have this philanthropist, this entrepreneur that's been supporting our organization a whole year. And he gets up there and he can't even open his mouth. He doesn't know the first thing about this organization. And people start chuckling and laughing. He comes home at night. What a day. All he had was shame and humiliation. The next day he meets up with this rich man. No, how was your big day? How did it feel like to be a powerful, connected millionaire? And he tells him, this was the worst day of my life. All I had was bizarreness. This is the this is worse than being poor. So he tells him, I gave you three months to prepare. I gave you a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. All you had to do is show up looking the part and prepare a little bit, read up on some finances, keep up with current events, prepare a speech, and you could have experienced an amazing day. But you came totally unprepared. That's why you can't imagine why this is the ultimate experience. We are given an unprecedented 49 days to prepare for this very auspicious day. The Sfarim say that Shavuos is the Rosh Hashanah of Rochnius. For Yid, this is the most important day of the year. On Shavuos, it is decided how much a person will grow and steig and understand Torah. All we have to do is prepare and be a receptacle to receive all the blessings of the Torah. And now... We know. Have a wonderful day.